Welcome to the Transformation Goddess Divine Feminine Spotlight. I'm your host, Shan Vanderleek, founder of TransformationGoddess.com. The intention of the Divine Feminine Spotlight is to share transformational stories of women who have learned to walk in beauty with the strength, courage, and pleasure of claiming their feminine sovereignty. And today it is my pleasure to introduce you to Zinnia Gupta. Zinnia is an inspirational author, speaker, priestess, and sacred dancer who helps women embrace their sacred feminine power. She is an expert at connecting women with their soul's desires. Her forthcoming book, Shakti Power, Awaken Your Inner Power, Beauty, Intuition, and Magic, will be in the world soon. She teaches sacred dance every year in Spain at the Ibiza Spirit Festival. This goddess shines. Welcome, Zinnia. Hello, Shan. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. It is my pleasure. You are just such a bright light, such a spark of energy and, and positive, good vibrations. There's just something. You know, so that's what I'm going to tell you. I mean, I only just met you a few minutes ago before this conversation, but uh, really, really feel that great, lovely energy that you carry, that, that Shakti energy and... Uh, Let's begin our conversation today talking about transformation and, and a transition that you've experienced in, in the last year or so. It could be longer than that. Sure. I'm so excited to be here. And one of the things that I'm really passionate about is you know, being aware of the transformation that women go through. We are so connected to the universe. Shakti is that primal, powerful feminine energy and so we're in tune with the moon you know the 13 lunar phases of the year we're in tune with the oceans we're in tune with um, the planets and that sacred universal connection is all about transformation so I'm constantly growing breaking open um, dying within transforming changing and I'm learning how to do that with more grace and less resistance. And so one of the things that happened to me this year was, um, you know, coming out of a divorce a few years ago, I've continued to work with um, healing shame and inner blocks around, you know, financial wealth and financial wisdom. And after my divorce, I, I went to Ibiza, I reinvented myself. Um, Ibiza is an island in Spain where I focused on healing and re, you know, reinventing myself through dance and becoming a priestess again. And I thought after three years, the universe gave me so many gifts and I was involved in the spiritual community at healing festivals, dancing with sacred um, musicians and being in fashion shows on television, on the radio. And I had so many um, people around me who, who were awake and alive and participating with me as I shined my light and shared my gifts. And after I returned from Abisa back to the States, I thought that was it. I thought that that was my chance, my time in the sun, and that was it. And the universe said, oh, no, you know, that, that was the very beginning. And you need to keep expanding and doing this at a global level. And, and that scared me to bits, you know. I was so right. scared. 
Um, and all the resistance came up. All my sh inner shame, all the ancestral wounds from my past, you know, how the, the victimization of, of the women in my family, of, of the women in my lineage as Indian women, all that shame, playing small, all the um, trauma that I held in my body, all that came up for me to heal. And then as I slowly healed through it, and the ceilings, like, oh, I can only make this amount of money. Oh, I can only do this much. Oh, I can only go this far. I had to slowly break out of those one at a time. So that's a big transformation for me is really having the world as my stage now. Now, what am I going to do with that, right? So that's <laughs> taken me to the next step of, okay, um, you know, I'm going to teach and I'm going to teach other women to become teachers and I'm going to help women be prosperous at what they do, doing what they love. And so I want to create an empire, you know, a Shakti Academy school where, um, you know, there's teacher training and women can come and grow and, and learn the teachings of Shakti and empowerment and, you know, feminine sovereignty. I also want to have Shakti Life, um, which is, you know, a huge product line of goddess fashion and goddess jewelry and guided meditations and... Um, kind of a lifestyle brand all around empowerment and being very feminine and Shakti. And so now I'm dreaming that. I'm dreaming much bigger. Mm, I love that. I love it when women dream big. It broke me open. Um, I'm, I'm sure it did. It's scary, it, but Jesus said it. <laughs> <laughs> from, from that experience, where are you at now with how you relate to your body and your sexuality and your divine feminine power? I think that's a beautiful question and it's very near and dear to my heart because this is what I do with a lot of women, body work. When I came to Ibiza when, um, after my divorce, I was, felt very broken, I felt very lost and there was so much um, pain when you separate with someone that you have to feel through, you have to feel through it, otherwise you won't heal through it and that's what I did, I, I felt it all in my body. and. Ibiza is an island of celebration, it's an island of dance and you know that's how I was awakened again. I started dancing, there was a, a, a platform for that, there were so many events and cabaret dinners and festivals and weddings where they wanted, they loved Bollywood there, they loved temple dance, they loved Indian dance and I was the only Indian woman there. You know, everyone was Spanish women, European, beautiful European women, you know, learning, going to India, learning dance and, and sharing that gift with them. And when I came to the island, there was a market for me, an authentic Indian woman dancing. And so I started dancing. I had no idea what that would do. I just thought, hey, they want me, let's give this a try. Um, when I started dancing though, again, at that, at that age, all those feelings, all those buried feelings, I, I, I had, you know, frozen up, I had shut down, they all started opening up in me and my body awakened, you know, um, I had a, a, a bit, a little tumor on the left side of my body on my arm and that healed. I, um, had gained a lot of weight over the years and when I started dancing that just shed and fell off. My heart awakened, my womb awakened and so basically what was happening is every time I danced I would have a whole body experience and I would have a whole body awakening. 
I would cry before I danced. When I danced with my heart open to the sky, spinning with my mouth open, sometimes at night, you know, with the stars all spread all around me, I, I felt I was dancing with no ground beneath me and just spiraling into the sky. And it felt very alive. And there was heat coming out of my body. There was electricity coming out of my body. There was a magnetic energy coming out of my body. And that was Shakti. You know, that was what was already inside of me. That volcano wanting to come out, wanting to express herself, wanting to be seen, wanting to be heard. She wanted to become known again. Uh. And I wanted to know her. And so that dancing was not just, you know, dancing for others. It was dancing for myself. It was awakening to myself. And, and, and that energy is, it's, it's Kundalini. It's, it's beautiful. It's, it's an awakener. It's, it's a volcano. And it is. And, you know, I, I would like to ask your permission to share an excerpt from one of your stories in an upcoming book that you're going to be a part of, if, if you would let me. Oh, I would love for you to. And it, it's all about dancing, and, and this is the excerpt from the Women of Midlife Wisdom. And um, I'm trying to think of, let me just see what, just let me scroll and, and make sure that I get the title right. Is your title Awakening the Goddess Within? Yes, I think it's okay. Awakening My Inner Goddess. Awakening My Inner Goddess. Okay, just one second. Let me find that because it's such a beautiful piece that ties into everything that you were just saying. And I remember reading it and just being so moved by, uh, by your words and what you shared. Oh, thank you. So you said this was about um, the first time that you went to perform and it, things didn't really come together well for you. That's right. And that night I dreamt I was dancing inside a red temple. There was a blazing fire in the middle. I was dancing around the fire, waving my arms in ecstasy, swaying my hips in sacred circles and offering my heart as a prayer to the sky. A tiger came to dance beside me. She whispered something in my ear. And afterwards, I was able to dance with great force and devotion. I just, I just love that. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's what it is. It's, it, dan dancing is a tigress to me. You know, she's, she's that, that, that force that is dancing with me when I dance. She's a tiger. She is full of fire. She's full of gifts. She's full of truth. She's full of empowerment. And she has all those things to express. So if you can imagine all that energy was coming out of me, and I didn't know who she was and what she wanted me to do. I just knew that she wanted me to dance and discover more. And um, absolutely, you know, that tiger, when she whispers in your ear, not just my ear, when I uh, teach my dance classes, women come to me and they say, I've had a vision. A tiger has come and whispered in my ear. I'm like, oh, you've been visited by one of my guides. <laughs> um, it's just a wonderful feeling to open like that. Because we are, for women, our, our bodies are our gifts. And so, you know, we've, we've come so far um, from just praying and looking for someone in the heavens, you know, 
the God and the goddess, the, the real divinity is in our bodies. And so I think that that's so important in women for us to realize that our bodies are holy, they're hot, and they're sacred. And there's so much desire and fire living there. And it's not just for sex, it's for creative expression and creation and movement. And so it's just, I think it's the most beautiful gift that we've been given is our bodies. Mm. Tell us about your favorite sacred feminine rituals. I know that dance is, is right on top, but I know, <laughs> I know that you have many more and I would love, love to hear them. Sure, sure. I have one that's quite favorite to me. Um, I do Anjali and Arthi. So these are prayer rituals. I do one in the morning and one in the afternoon without fail every day. I saw my grandmother doing this um, as a child and she was so devoted every morning and every afternoon. She would take a shower, bathe herself, you know, anoint herself in oils. Um, put jasmine on her skin and in her wet black hair and as she was shining in her radiance she would take incense and chant a mantra um, to the paintings of the goddess for me my patron goddess is Kali and Mashakti and she would bless the day and bless our family bless the community and bless the world so in the morning I do that in Anjali um, with my hands in prayer and in the evening I do that in Arthi I ring a bell and I say a prayer um, for good health, for good family, for good community, for good life. Um, and so that's very important to bless the day and make those kinds of rituals a sacred part of your home. That's your temple. So for me, my home is my temple. And I don't have to go outside my, my body or my home to go to the temple, of course, of course, going to places like Ephesus and the Kinishar and um, Delphi are, are beautiful because those kinds of places hold magical energy. You can bring that energy also into your home and into your body with those kinds of prayer and sacred rituals. Mm, I agree. I agree. So beautiful. How, how else do you embody being a sovereign goddess? Um, well, one of the things that I teach in my book that... I downloaded as those teachings were coming to me while I was in Ibiza because I was so open. That's one thing that I want to say about our bodies is that when you're relaxed, when you're in pleasure, when you're enjoying yourself, the way I was when I was dancing in Ibiza, my body just opened up and it started receiving messages. So I received these teachings. I began to download these teachings around power and um, those those kinds of power were intuitive power, creative power, you know, manifesting power, personal power, magical power. And so, you know, if I can just take a moment to kind of talk about those is, um, those are all aspects of feminine power. And so the way I practice being a sovereign goddess is to embody those gifts of sacred feminine power. So intuitive power is you know, I trust my inner voice and inner sight. I have the ability to follow the voice of my soul. And I know when my soul is speaking to me versus my ego. And intuitive power helps me see a vision for life because my third eye is wide open. Personal power is very, has a very different feeling to it. It's a mental and physical power that you need to sharpen. And so I like to make decisions, speak my truth, 
take action, stand up for what I believe in, be a leader, believe in my worthiness and deservedness, and, and, and to receive all my heart's desires. That's kind of that fountain of personal power. Manifesting power is another kind of power, which is my ability to create from spirit by visualizing what I want in the spirit world first and then drawing that down, you know, through my desire and affirmations and invocations, life visioning and action. Um, and so when I practice these kinds of powers, it's like I have everything I need. I have all the resources I need within me. And so it really helps me understand that I don't need to go outside externally to get what I want, to get what I need and get validated. I can create what I want from the gifts I have inside of me. And just in that knowing, the value, everything changes. Everything changes, absolutely. I think that you don't worry as much. You don't, you're not in scarcity anymore. You're not in this lack mindset and lack thinking. You become abundant. You realize that the universe lives inside of you. You have access to all that power. And the more you practice it, the more you tap into it, the more you tune into it, you get more and more access. So it really, really activates your faith and your knowing that the universe lives inside of you. All the power out there really is all the power inside of me. And, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's really when you work from the inside out that you can manifest anything and create anything and receive anything because you're doing it. It's an inside job. You're doing it inside first. Right. Tell me what comes up for you when you sit with the phrase, walk in beauty. Oh, that's, that's such a beautiful question and it's an easy one for me. I, my vision for this beautiful world is to dance unashamedly, free and ecstatically joyful in our bodies. You know, we, we have so much shame around our bodies, Shan, and I just want women to be unashamed, free, wild, ecstatically joyful in their bodies. Mm. It's a gift, you know, and I keep coming back to dance, but I, it's, it's true. It's true for me and it's true for the women I teach. You know, the women that come to, into my dance classes, they don't want to become dancers. They're not coming to my dance classes to become famous belly dancers or temple dancers. They're coming to my classes to feel their bodies again. Right, to get back in the body. I mean, the, a, a friend of mine teaches belly dancing here where I live, and <clears throat> I just had a class with her, I, I don't know, probably 30 days ago. And uh, it was the first time that I'd gotten back to belly dancing in a while. And there is just... There's just something so incredibly perfect about shaking your ass and, <laughs> and, and playing with veils and spinning around and just loving yourself and enjoying what, oh, I can really move my hip that way. Oh, check this out. You know, that, that's really fun. Let's see, can I really walk across the room? And, and I'm brand, brand new to, you know, I probably only had like, 12 or 15 classes in my life. But it's something I will continue to do because there is nothing like it Absolutely. that I have found. That tr uh, Now, yoga, yes, it, I will say that yoga has been a, a 
a wonderful way to get back in my body. That was that was the the first step for me. But but to dance and to belly dance, and I love to spin. I love to whirl, and you know those kinds of things. And it changes everything. Everything. And it's because you know one of the things that I, I love yoga too. It's part of my daily structure. You have, we have to remember that yoga was created thousands of years ago for um, young male warriors. Right. So a lot of the asanas and the techniques are for um, little boys. <laughs> right. And That's so, why I like yin so much. You know, yes. I really like just a letting myself sink into my bones and really and, and doing it in a more sensual way. Uh, practicing yoga in a more sensual way then. Yes. And yin mm. yoga is just that. It's it's that restorative, regenerative, sinking deep within the body, surrendering. And 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 same with dance is you know, yoga is structure, very muscular, alignments. Dance is letting go. Mm-hmm. Dance is surrender. Dance is here are my hips, here are my breasts, you know, watch me, see me in all my feminine splendor and radiance. And remember, you know, in the beginning, the goddess danced. Mm-hmm. And, and women's form of worship was dance. That was the ultimate prayer, singing and dancing. And so, you know, every season we, we needed to till the fields and we wanted a good harvest. We danced for the goddess. We went to the temple and wanted to have a baby. We danced for the goddess. We danced with the goddess, you know? Right. When someone was sick in the village, we danced. We sang. And so it's in our blood. It's in our cells. It's in our ancestral memory, in our DNA. Women love to dance is because it unleashes this inner wild woman, this this inner knowing, this primitive, primal wilderness inside of us that we all need to tap into we're not cities are new you know we're not meant to just live in cities go to yoga class we're meant to be wild creatures as well yes we're not meant to be tamed to the level that we have been exactly and that you know i often tease my husband that okay it's wednesday my domestic responsibilities (laughs) are over i've you know and we've just laughed it's like and I believe me, I love caring for my family and for myself, but but I'm blessed to have a partner who is very much a partner in, in our in our life. And so that I will not allow myself to become that the martyr and the and the one who, you know, wipes her brow because she's doing so much for everyone else. I won't I won't do that. But but yeah, this wildness, this I really think that it's important that, that our listeners understand how much we deserve to throw our head backs and howl. I mean, that my daughter and I, on occasion, will run around the house, um, she with the tambourine, me with my drum, and we are like howling and rolling our tongues and doing all of my husband's, <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> exit stage left. And and she thinks it's the most wonderful thing because I just started one night. I thought, oh, I wonder what she'll do. And to my to my you know yeah to my chagrin, she got right up and joined me, and we had so much fun, and and we were being wild, and we were being loud, and we were we were doing the collie squat. I was teaching her how to do the collie squat, you know, the hands over your head and sticking your tongue out, and ah, you know. <laughs> Yes. You know, and that is so, Im- it's important, it's playful, it's fun, it it really stirs things up, 
And we need to be teaching our daughters this. Yes. And I'm so happy and overjoyed to hear that you're, you're doing this with your daughter, that she's seeing her mother do this. You're giving her permission to be wild and, and soulful and true to herself. You know, it's in um, The Woman with Problem with Wolves, that very sacred book that's a Bible to so many of us. Um, she calls this wild time. Mm. When a woman mm-hmm. free and true to herself, when a woman needs to leave those domestic duties and the role of mother, caretaker, worker, whatever that role means to you, when she needs to leave all that and go to the ocean or go to the forest, or go into the mountain, you know, go somewhere where she, all of her, can come out, come loose, come free, can unravel, and she can howl. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. she's not afraid of being judged, and she's not afraid of of what's going to happen next, because all that needs to happen is for her to howl. That's all that needs to happen. One of my favorite parts of there's so many favorite parts, but one of my favorite parts of that book is all about the body, and there's a, a quote that I think you'll love. It's to confine the beauty and value of the body to anything less than, than its magnificence is to force the body to live without its rightful spirit, its rightful form, yes. oh, yeah, its right to exaltation. Oh my gosh, yeah. I just, when we ask our bodies to play small, when we don't howl, when we don't run around the house with our daughters, when we don't shake our ass and shake our shakti with our tambourines, we're not, when we're not rolling around with other women, um, when we're not howling, we are practicing a form of playing small and becoming smaller in our bodies and smaller, you know, putting your arms out open above your head, howling to the moon is an expression of I am wild, I am large, I am in my body, I'm not afraid to be in my body. And, you know, what is embodied? We talk a lot about embodiment, right? To be large in our body. Um, it's important for us to nurture ourselves and to emotionally separate from these toxic messages that we've all been a part of, telling us that we're less than or to stay small, to be approved of, um, you know, don't shine too bright, cover yourself up, those kinds of messages. Right. We women have received that from the wider culture. And so we've needed for other people to understand us in order to feel okay. We've needed uh, to change or modify others to feel loved by them. We tolerate poor treatment from others and blame ourselves. And all this comes from not howling. I know right. it's like a, it might feel reductive, but when we stand strong in our bodies, when we have you know legs and feet rooted and when we're beating our chest and our arms are out to the sky howling, it's a declaration to the universe saying, I'm not afraid to be in my body. I'm not afraid to speak my truth. I'm not afraid to howl. I'm not afraid to be who I am. <laughs> so allow yourself to be large. Allow yourself to take up space. No and doubt. Really being empowered and being in your body. And the feminine says we can. We can be loved and we can be empowered. The feminine says we can have both. No doubt. Mm. Let's talk <laughs> about. Let's talk about your book. I want to know more about your book. Oh sure. What do you want to know? I would like to know your inspiration for I mean, I know you have multiple projects going on, but let's talk about what inspired you to write it 
and uh, and then we'll talk about this wonderful Shakti goddess gift bundle that you have. Oh, great, wonderful. So as I spoke about before, um, in 2011, I came to live in Ibiza, a small Mediterranean island off the coast of Spain. And uh, I had just separated with my husband and came to the island to rejuvenate and reinvent myself. And I, words can't express my time on, on, on that island. It was magical. It was an island of light and celebration and joy. It's actually a very ancient island. You know, the Egyptians used to bury their dead there. Um, it was a, in the way of the Phoenicians trade route during the Bronze Age. So it was a mix of Moorish people coming through, Egyptian people, Phoenician people, Persians, and they brought their goddesses, they brought their priestesses, and so it's a very sacred land. Um, and it's the third most magnetic island, oh, sorry, it's the third most magnetic place in the world, besides the North and South Pole. So it has a lot of telluric energy, volcanic energy, so it's very ancient. Um, and so clearly, you know, I was activated there. And mm. I, was, <laughs> I was surrounded by nature with soft green hills, blue skies. And I healed when I was there. I ran and swam in deep turquoise waters. You know, I ate salads and fresh juices every day. I gave so much self-love to myself. I learned to slow down and tune in. I connected deeply to my light, to my inner goddess. And I was, I was shown you know, the path to my destiny as I was downloading and receiving and, and taking in my, my sacred life purpose, what I was meant to teach. Um, I practiced meditation and I retreated deep into my silence and wisdom. And I did this daily. So with that, with the dancing, um, with, within three years, I had created a dance school called Sacred Dance Abisa and a mentorship program, Shakti Priestess. And opportunity after opportunity just kept flowing to me. I was being asked to dance at healing festivals and with sacred musicians, um, you know, fusion, Indian fusion music, um, classical music, f doing fusion work with flamenco dancers. Um, and so Shakti was really expressing herself through me and I honored her. I allowed that all to happen. And so eventually, you know, the power and the mystery and the force of that island, the goddess who rules this island, she taught me feminine magic. She taught me how to transform worry, fear, and doubt into trust, love, and respect. And she taught me how to bring that into my core, into my foundation. And so now I live by this new set of values and this core truth. And, and this has become my new identity as an awakened woman. And this is what is in the book. You know? Oh my gosh! I, you know, I can't wait to read it, and <laughs> and and I'm and I'll and I'll happily review it for you when it's available for uh, for Transformation Goddess, because that is something that I like to do for our community is review a book uh, on a monthly basis. So we can talk about that at another time. But you know, that just the the excerpt or the, um, the the portion of the book that you shared for the new Kindle book that's coming out, it just really grabbed me you're you're an excellent writer oh, and thank you oh you're welcome and the your story is just so interesting it's so profound and oh my goodness we're just gonna be so lucky to read it oh you know and I'm so blessed that um you feel that way because as I was writing the book I was being healed you know mm. as I was experiencing the story 
I was being healed. And my intention is for women to, as they read this book, for them to be healed and then to have the courage to have similar experiences and to continue healing themselves and other women around them and to be vessels of healing and power because that island regenerated me. And I believe that every woman has access to that kind of regeneration and healing. I do too. I do too. And and the book is really about sharing this ancient feminine path to awaken other women to their power. Yes. I say yes. Yes. I say yes to Shakti power. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us about your free Shakti goddess gift bundle. Sure, sure. So this is the gift that um, I used all these tools and techniques while I was awakening, while I was healing and coming into self-love. And I didn't know how to distill it all into just one piece. So it's a beautiful five-piece gift that's um, full of empowering tools, a visioning kit, affirmations, and a goddess-guided meditation and power, beauty, and intuition, and it'll really shift you into your goddess power. So you can call in your deepest power and beauty. Um, you can kind of discover these five sacred keys to your own own your feminine power. There's a desire and manifest soul visioning kit, which um, helps you kind of magnetize your heart's desires and manifest. There's also those goddess power affirmations. It's a beautiful image where you can post on your desk or in your home and say it like a mantra every day. Um, And there's also a self-love worksheet where you can just love yourself, love yourself Mm. up. And um, finally, there's a a gorgeous goddess meditation where you can hear my voice recognizing you as a goddess and honoring you as the goddess and beautiful woman that you truly are. Very generous offering. What a great gift bundle. And if anybody's listening outside of the website or on iTunes, you can visit transformationgoddess.com and you will find Zinnia's gift there. We'll have a link and everything set up so that you can get the Shakti Goddess Gift Bundle. How can our listeners and readers contact you? Oh, that's a wonderful question. I'm so open and embracing of connecting with new people. I love to keep in touch on my blog. So um, everyone is welcome to come to shaktipriestess.com and also into our blossoming Facebook community. Um, And that's also facebook.com, shaktipriestess. And we have a lovely group of women who are asking questions and connecting on shakti and empowerment. So I'd love to see some of the Transformation Goddess listeners there. Mm. Sharing the love. (laughs) Oh, Zinnia, thank you so much. What a great conversation, and you are just a fascinating woman, and I'm glad that we came together for this conversation. You are just poised for so many beautiful things ahead. Everybody, make sure you visit ShaktiPriestess.com. Get to know Zinnia. She is amazing. Thank you, Shan. Thank you so much for your generosity and wisdom, and um, it's an honor for me to be a part of this sisterhood. Namaste. Thank you so much. Namaste. Thanks for listening to the Divine Feminine Spotlight. You're invited to join me and 16 of the world's female visionaries, artists, teachers, healers, and goddesses who are stepping into the circle to dive deep into their personal experience and share how they've learned to walk in beauty. Join us for this deeply profound global event and receive Divine Feminine Wisdom 
and valuable love offerings to help you walk in beauty. Visit GoddessTalkSessions.com and step into the circle.